Investing in your own growth and self-development isn't selfish, it's self-care. This is the Rebranded Podcast, the show where we hear about personal development and career growth. You'll learn what it takes to highlight yourself on your resume and beyond your resume. Remember, it's never too late to rebrand yourself and your career. I'm Tanikia, and this is the Rebranded Podcast. Hi guys, today we are discussing how mental health is more important than the amount of money that you earn. What good is pay if you're super stressed earning it? You need to be happy to focus and do the job effectively, and it will take more than just coffee in the morning. Today's guest will elaborate more on this topic. Justice Little is a recruiting coordinator at LabCorp, where she's responsible for full life cycle recruiting for healthcare professionals. Her daily agenda includes preparing, sourcing, screening, selecting, hiring, and onboarding applicants. Justice has worked in multiple industries such as information technology, nonprofit, higher education, and healthcare. Justice is passionate about helping organizations achieve their business goals through strategic recruitment efforts and consulting processes. In Justice's spare time, she is a mental health advocate and owner, CEO of Savvy Braid Studio located in Springfield, Virginia. Justice holds a bachelor's degree in psychology from North Carolina A&T State University and currently is pursuing her master's degree in industrial organizational psychology at the Chicago School of Professional Psychology. Welcome, Justice. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited. (laughs) No problem. So I'm just going to ask you a couple questions, and I really want you to give the listeners your honest opinion and um, just any advice that you have for them, okay? Okay, great. Okay, so my first question for you, why why, um, do you say or why would you say mental health is important in the workplace? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, in general, mental health is really a combination of an individual's emotional, psychological, and social well-being. Um, and these three things can really impact how someone thinks, feels, and even acts. Um, and, you know, according to the World Health Organization, the most significant work-related risk factors for mental health are interactions between type of work, the organizational and managerial environment, um, the skills and competencies of employees, and the support available for employees to carry out their work. Um, But everyone's life and work environment is different. And so mental health can impact how someone handles stress on the job, how they relate to coworkers, and how they make choices, whether that's with their job tasks or responsibilities. So in the workplace, placing emphasis on mental health, um, it can really, you know, start to help minimize absenteeism, um, improve productivity, um, and even workplace culture and engagement. Yeah, those are all great points. I feel like um, many people don't really uh, think about it in that way, but it everything that you do or everything that anyone does, it always starts with the mind first, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. I agree. Um, You know, in the workplace, so many different things go on, whether, you know, it's just the day to day routine or, you know, just interacting with management or your colleagues, Um, you know, how you go about the day and how your mindset is really can have um, a direct impact on how you carry out the tasks and how successful you are um, in the position. Yeah, I agree. Um, My next question is, uh, what does good mental health look like? Mm -hmm. Okay, so good mental health um, can look different um, for everyone. But um, based on my experience, um, you know, just really being able to establish boundaries. And when people hear the word boundaries, they automatically assume, you know, it's negative or it's a bad um, thing to have boundaries. But um, I establish those boundaries personally and professionally. So Setting boundaries really enables an individual to protect themselves. So, you know, it's easy to get overwhelmed and stressed, um, which can lead to burnout. So, um, you know, really just having those boundaries in place to really just protect yourself um, from the outside things that are going on. Um, And then next is really just um, having the ability to feel, express, and manage a variety of positive and negative emotions. Um, Having that balance is key. Um, and amongst a lot of different aspects. So that's another good component to have. Um, And then also um, being able to form and maintain healthy relationships with others. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the next would be um, feeling good about yourself, you know, so that may look like being comfortable with other people um, and just really believing in your own abilities. Um, And then lastly, um, something that I feel like a lot of people take for granted, especially me, um, is just laughing. (laughs) So just laughing often and just being content to enjoy where you are in life right now. Yeah. um, As you say that, uh, I had a quote. I'm trying to think of what the quote was, but it was basically just to sum it up. It was just... um, People tend to worry about the past or the future a lot, but those things are not here yet. They mm-hmm. either haven't came or they're they're gone. Mm-hmm. Most people don't really focus on like the present and what's going on. But when you mentioned that about laughing, that made me think about that because people don't really think about the present. They have so many things going on in their head and they're not presently uh, active with what's going on or aware what's going on around them. And I, I do agree with the laughing many people tend to block that out or put it to the side mm-hmm. or don't even acknowledge that mm-hmm. definitely I, I definitely agree <laughs> <laughs> so um you probably mentioned this in the last question but um I know you said what it looks like but how can one obtain good mental health or what are some practices or resources they can use or do um so I have <laughs> quite a few um A lot of different things can help based on an individual's um, preference and what they really want to do with, you know, improving their mental health. So number one for me is just making sure I get enough sleep. Um, I know on average for me, I'm not getting the full eight to nine hours, but at least if I get five to six hours, I'm pretty much good um, if I get that amount. So definitely get enough sleep. Um, 
eating a healthy and balanced meal regimen. Um, a lot of people may not realize that what you eat and consume has a direct impact on how well you're able to function, especially mentally. So just being sure to incorporate, um, you know, your greens and, you know, drinking water, of course. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And then also just asking for help when you need it. Um, I know personally, um, I prided myself in the past of being that strong friend and feeling like I can just, you know, carry all the weight on my shoulders and just I really didn't, you know, ask um, for help. But um, over time, I've really learned that, you know, when you ask for help, you know, there are people there willing and, you know, waiting for you to ask. So um, just keeping that in mind, just to ask for help when you need it Um, and also forgiving yourself. for me, um, forgiving has been a challenge. Um, it's something that I've recently started to overcome. Um, and I had to realize that forgiveness was for myself and not the other person. Um, and then also connecting with friends and family. Um, and then just accepting yourself, such as your imperfections and all. Um, at times, we can be our own worst critics. So just being... Um, a lot more embracing towards yourself and accepting of your flaws and just, you know, accepting the person that you are. Um, And then lastly, just being able to cope with, you know, life's everyday challenges. We all face things in a different capacity each and every day. Um, But just having, you know, a healthy and positive um, outlook and mindset can really, um, you know, change, um, you know, how you respond to things. Okay. Um, have you ever personally experienced poor mental health at a job or know someone who has? And if so, what was it like? Yes. Um, at a previous employer, I was heavily micromanaged. So, um, I was watched, um, from the time I got into the office, from the time that I left, um, I had frequent desk visits by my colleagues, not even my manager, but, you know, my peers. Um, and then I had multiple meetings after work hours to, you know, discuss what I did during the day. And then I also received <laughs> multiple phone calls throughout the day, throughout the day to check and see um, what I was doing. Um, in that position, I really felt as if, you know, my colleagues did not trust me. Um, I felt very belittled um, and a lot of lack of work, um, which directly caused anxiety and depression for me. Um, I was in a very toxic workplace and I just had to make the decision, like, is this job worth it? You know, the pay was great, um, but my mental health and overall well-being was more more important because it was suffering at that point. And so my advice to anyone is that, you know, you really shouldn't lose or sacrifice yourself to support other people. Yeah, because, yeah, that was actually going to be my next question. Like, what is your perspective of a person prioritizing a job salary over their mental health or personal fulfillment? Because I know, like, a lot of times people will be like, well, um, I would want to, I'll take that job that pays me $70,000, no matter if I have to overwork myself or whatever. I mean, I'm making money, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, what is your perspective about a person that does that or um, want to do that, knowing what you know about what it can do to your mental health if you're not happy in that job mm-hmm. and so on? 
Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think it just really um, depends on the person. Um, I know a couple of people with that perspective, but for me personally, um, Mm -hmm. I know what I can handle um, and my bandwidth um, isn't, it becomes unsustainable after a while, especially when, you know, your mental health is at stake. Um, And it just becomes a challenge. And I know for me and the time that I've taken to really focus on my mental health, um, pay is just, you know, yeah, it's an incentive, you know, when it comes with the job. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, if I'm not, you know, happy and I'm not fulfilled and I'm not engaged and passionate about what I'm doing, um, the money, you know, doesn't really matter. Um, The money will always be there. I can always find somewhere else, um, especially in a work environment that emphasizes mental health in the workplace. They make me feel included. They, you know, bring about awareness. You know, those things are equally important to me. And if I'm not getting that, it's not worth it for the money, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree 100% because, um, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not one that's really big on that. I'm more of a person that really, I have to be happy with what I'm doing. I don't want to be stressed. Like, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, any of that. I don't want to be stressed. I just want to be happy. And if that means that I have to take a job or a pay cut of $10,000 to make mm-hmm. sure that I'm happy, then I would do that. So I mm-hmm. definitely agree with you on that. Definitely. I agree. The money will come. So <laughs> taking a pay cut isn't the best thing, but you know, in yeah. the end, it's worth it for your mental health. Yeah. So do you have like any other advice or any social platforms that you would want to share are um some resources from some for someone who's struggling with mental health? Yes, I have quite a few. Um, some that I've recently learned about, and some that I've also um utilized and incorporated in my daily routine. Um, I also encourage individuals to check with their insurance. Um, they may have resources for mental health, and you can also check to see if you have any in-network providers um, for psychologists and therapists as well. Um, a new website that I actually just came across, the acronym is BEAM, so B-E-A-M, which stands for Black Emotional and Mental Health Collective. Um, I was doing some research on the website, and so they're basically um, working on creating a virtual network to provide mental health resources for the Black community. Um, So I thought that was really awesome. Um, Two other websites that I'm very familiar with is Therapy for Black Men and Therapy for Black Girls. I personally use Therapy for Black Girls. That's actually how I found my current therapist um, in my area, um, and she's really great. Um, So those are two other great resources that are online as well. Um, And then a third website is Psychology Today. Um, You can search by filters such as your city and state. Um, and even also the type of insurance that you have. Um, and then you can also search by your area of focus, et cetera. Um, and then also um, you can even Google. So just searching um, psychologists or therapists in your area, um, a lot of good information um, will come up as well. Um, Another app, which they have a website as well, is BetterHelp. Um, It's a very quick, um, efficient, and convenient way to um, find a therapist. This individual may not necessarily be in your area, but if you're seeking to speak with someone more immediately and you just um, need to have that one-on-one communication, BetterHelp is a really good option to use. Um, Three apps um, I've utilized Calm. 
um, and I've utilized Dare. Um, and the third app is Headspace. Um, these three apps focus on meditation, sleep, mindfulness, and relaxation. Um, I really focus on the meditation and sleep. Um, it really helps me to um, relax and, you know, just unwind from the day. Um, and then also another option for individuals to use is, you know, I always recommend people to have at least one person that you can go to, um, whether that's a close friend, a family member, or even a colleague at work. Um, I think it's important to have that support of at least one person that you can go to when you're, you know, not doing well and your mental health is being significantly impacted and you need to really share to get that off of your chest. Um, and then another thing is to practice deep, calm breathing. Um, as I mentioned before, um, the apps Headspace, Calm, and Dare, um, they all have different um, resources on their apps to really practice deep, calm breathing, which is very um, helpful. Um, a lot of times individuals don't realize that they have a lot of tension, especially like in the shoulder area or, you know, clenching your jaws or just your hands being clenched. It's a lot of things that we don't really pay attention to, but that is a form of, you know, tension and stress as well. So just being able to focus on those um, pressure points and just, you know, practice, you know, the deep calm breathing to be relaxed. Um, and then I also journal sometimes. I don't do it as much anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but with journaling, you can just really write out how you're feeling, what your thoughts are, um, and basically everything that's going on internally. Um, and once you write it out, you can just basically throw it away. Um, I utilize that and it really just helps me get over um, you know, the feelings that I'm currently facing in that moment and just helping me move forward. Um, what I put on that paper, that is not a reflection of myself. That's just merely how I feel in the moment. Um, so just not being stuck on, you know, the words on the paper, just throw it out. Um, and then, you know, pursuing a hobby, um, whether that, you know, unfortunately travel is somewhat limited, but uh, whether that's just a short road trip back home or just a little getaway um, somewhere can also be helpful. Um, and then also spending less time on social media or electronics. So um, a lot of time can be consumed with just watching TV or scrolling through Instagram for about two to three hours and not even realizing um, that can have um, an impact on the mental health as well. So maybe just, you know, spending less time, uh, making sure if I'm going to check Instagram or Twitter, keep it to about, you know, an hour a day, whether that's 30 minutes in the morning and then 30 minutes in the evening or however you want to break that up. Um, that's also helpful as well. Um, and then lastly, um, utilizing podcasts. Um, I just got back into listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, there's so many to name, um, but Cherries is a great one to utilize as well. Um, and then just based on anyone's personal preference, there's so many podcasts, whether that's through Anchor or through Apple Podcasts. Um, you can literally find whatever um, you are looking for when it comes to mental health. Um, on a podcast. So those are the things that um, I would recommend for um, anyone to check out for resources, tips, and tools to help um, improve um, their mental health. Okay. And did you want to like share your um, social platforms? Maybe if they have like questions for you or. Sure. Um, sure. Have sure. <laughs> um, I can be found on Instagram at braids by justice 
with an underscore at the end. Um, so it's B-R-A-I-D-S-J-U-S-T-I-C-E underscore. That's for Instagram. And then I can also be found on LinkedIn at Justice Little. Um, and yeah, and I can also be emailed as well at Justice, J-U-S-T-I-C-E-H, Little, L-I-T-T-L-E at gmail.com. Okay, great. And um, on some of those uh, resources that you said that help you, um, me personally, I definitely have to take a lot of social media breaks, especially with what was going on with um, the police police brutality and protesting and just the COVID, the whole thing. I just had to take a break from that because that can definitely be a Debbie Downer. Um meditation I like to do like bedtime affirmation or exercise and breathing exercises to help me sleep better and like I'm telling you it's like a 15 minute exercise but Mm -hmm. in about five minutes in I'm already asleep Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I also journal every morning too I I have I feel like that helps a lot with putting your thoughts down on paper and just getting it out and letting Mm -hmm. it go when you close that book Mm -hmm. so I thought that was um cool that we share that same interest Mm -hmm. definitely I agree um and anyone that has like a faith-based background um I utilize the bible app as well um they have several um daily devotionals you can search scriptures um you can even invite friends and family to I love um, those me too me too I just found out about them maybe like a month ago and I do it every day yeah it's really good it's a quick and easy tool whether I read it right before I go to bed or in the morning when I get up it's always there so Okay. Well, guys, just to reiterate what Justice um, mentioned, um, poor mental health and stress can negatively affect you as an employee. So that can be your job performance and productivity, engagement with your work, communication with coworkers, or even physical capability and daily functioning. So again, some tips. Um, You can utilize all the resources that Justice named. Um, Take deep breaths, be aware, meditate, Find a quiet space in your um, office or in your home, wherever you're working at, to just take a second to yourself, talk to others, and find a job that doesn't contribute to your stress. Because a reminder that I want to remind you all is that work at a place where there's a positive environment and you feel fulfilled. Because at the end of the day, work shouldn't feel like work, especially if you're at a good company. So, Justice, thank you for being a guest on today today's podcast and I just yeah thank you so much thank you so much for having me I really enjoyed speaking about this topic and getting a chance to you know get to know you better through mental health and yeah thank you (laughs) okay guys enjoy that's all for today Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rebranded Podcast, as well as our resume page at revision.writing. Need a resume or some other career service? We got you.